Hey everyone, I'm Alexa Golden. And I'm Haley Piper. And And together, together, we are the Gossip and Gratitude Podcast. Tune in each week to get a taste of what life's really like in your 20s. We'll be bringing you all the relatable gossip from getting dumped to landing that first job after college. So sit back, grab some wine, and let's spill some tea. Hey guys, happy Monday. Welcome back. Welcome back. Another episode. And today we're coming at you with, uh, you know, one of the fan faves, one Mm -hmm. of the most requested. But you're kind of like, you know, we're dwindling here on uh, content on this topic. Yeah. You guys love our conspiracy theory episodes. We have two already that we've posted um mm-hmm. and this is the third part three and yeah like hell said i already kind of shared like the ones i'm really passionate well no i shouldn't yeah. say that there's a few in here that oh. i'm passionate about but i also feel like they're a little bit more i feel like the ones i have today maybe are a little bit more mainstream like people already kind of know mm-hmm. so um, maybe i'll just give you guys a little bit more details or uh, my opinions on them yeah but i don't know I also feel like these ones, like, they're almost, some of mine are maybe, like, a D-list conspiracy, whereas, like, the lunar landing was, like, an A-list conspiracy, you know? Yeah. Like, the, the, they, they get a bit more far-fetched as we go. But, I mean, the I mean, yours were always was, a little far-fetched, I think. Yeah. Oh, I'm not going to disappoint. I have some okay, good. today. <laughs> so, I can't disappoint, I, you know. But, first of all, Lex, tell me what you're grateful for. Okay, well... This week, I'm grateful for just the opportunity to be an independent woman. Oh, uh. <laughs> Essentially, what happened is, you guys, this past weekend, um, I spent some time doing some little home renovations. And your girl was using power tools. She had a nail gun. She had a big Whoa. saw, like electric saw thing. I was at Home oh Depot, goodness. like using the cutting station and like... <laughs> just shop in that you know home depot on a saturday and yeah i did it well maddie helped me but we had no boys helping us it was all female operation yeah and you know what we had so many people doubting us like my dad thought i was gonna chop off my finger and sean was all mad that we were using power tools and he was freaking out to his friends and then everyone was like freaking out that it was gonna look bad and like making fun of our work because like I don't even know, and it's turning. It turned out fabulous, everybody, and everyone doubted Ooh. us and was rude. So just do what You'll you want to do. You have to post a pic. I will. You have to send a pic, and we'll post one because mm-hmm. I want to see. Wow, honestly, that's pretty empowering to use a power tool. I feel like I feel like more women should not feel that they can try using a power tool. Like yeah. I feel like you could, like don't doubt yourself, but then no. also like. Because, yeah, nothing's worse than having to be like, can you help me, like, hang this picture? And, and yeah. like, why can't I just do it on my own? So exactly. You're like, going to have to teach me, Lex. Yeah, I'll have to. Because I've always been on that train. Like, I hang shit. Yeah. I've used an electric drill before. I'll hang some stuff on the wall. I'll paint some stuff. I'll lay some flooring. Like, I don't need yeah. to ask nobody else because I just want to do it myself because I'm impatient. Yeah. And I want to yes, do shit the way that I want to do it. So. I feel that I'm very impatient also, so ain't got no time to wait on somebody to operate that drill. I'm going to do it myself. No, no, no. Yep. That's a good one, Lex. Thanks. Okay, so this week I am grateful for the beauty industry because, Lord, I've just been going through, like, I don't know why I've been just acne central this, like, ever since 2021 came around, Mm -hmm. so I feel like, um, 
thank you all like when when the beauty industry well I guess it would be like the beauty community all comes together and it's and they're like these are holy grail products and this will fix your problems I'm like yes thank you so much like thank you for guiding me in the right direction and when you find a product that isn't like a waste of your funds you're like oh yeah Yeah. thank you all so it's true it just saves you time recommendations yeah I got this like extraction kit on amazon and boy was that fucking fun it was just like dr pimple popper in my bathroom wow Mm. i want to do that it was good okay yeah i'll do i'll sanitize it and let you give it a go it's yeah i want to i was like gerald i want think of all the fun activities (laughs) i know right (laughs) i always want to like squeeze shit on sean's face and he's like no he won't let me i would have to if I were to do, like, okay, I was looking, like, Gerald, like, never gets pimples. I'm so annoyed because I'm, like, look it. But then I feel like I'd have to wear a, a, one of those, like, face shields if I were to pop somebody else's zit. Just in like, case. I think it would make me, yeah, like, that would be that would be it for me. I think if it got somebody else's zit juices on me. Oh, no. Yeah, no. maybe that's true. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah. So, but, yeah. All right, everybody. Conspiracy theories part all right am i getting am i going first no i'm gonna go first okay. because this one is actually a conspiracy theory about you lex what so, the fuck <laughs> are you ready yeah so there alexa actually lives a hannah montana double life because by day <laughs> she is a communications pr works with works for herself just boss lady and by night she lives in i think mexico city and also airs on game show tvs oh my <laughs> TV god shows yeah and i'm actually <laughs> spanish latina yeah like yeah. do you want to explain yeah do you want me to explain so essentially what happened was it was Haley's birthday 2020 was it really it was on your birthday and we were, I was, we'd had your fun little gathering and then we were having a fire and I was just like, oh, I haven't been on my phone in a while. So I'm on my phone and I was like, what the fuck? I had gotten <laughs> hundreds and hundreds of followers and I was like, how? Like I, male, I, male followers. I was like, what the fuck? And I look and all these followers are like Mexican and I'm like, what? So confusing. And I, yeah. it took me a while to get to the bottom of this, you guys, because I DM'd a lot of them and I had to use Google Translate because my Spanish <laughs> is a little rusty. And eventually yeah. I realized that there was this video on a social media account that I would say is very similar to like, uh, what's that? What's that thing that, uh, that the price Buzzfeed, is right? Buzzfeed, you know, Buzzfeed. Oh. <laughs> Yeah. What did yeah. you say? The price is right. <laughs> no. It's so you know BuzzFeed how they have like you know like a bunch of different kinds of content and so it's a, yeah. an account kind of like BuzzFeed but it's like the Mexican version of BuzzFeed. So they had yeah. this segment where this girl was going around to people on the streets and making them play games for like money. And <laughs> one of the girls that was on the video had the same name as me. And so yes. all these guys and all these people, it wasn't all men, there was women too, but all these people started following me because they thought that I was this girl from this game show video. <laughs> and on, honestly, Lex, this is also why it's not as far stretched is because like when we first became friends, like I did think you were like Latina or something, you know, like I thought you had some, some heritage from 
and like foreign land so yes, i feel I've like gotten that many times so like i understand yeah. but also like i don't look like this girl so i don't understand <laughs> and also like so my, i think it played into it my whole profile's in english and like i have a little canada flag <laughs> right there in my bio like i'm not it's not me but i mean i'll take the followers it's fine yeah um i think that's so funny but yeah that's a crazy one yeah i don't think you ever shared that story i don't so I think like, i have either perfect you have yeah. a conspiracy about you. Wow. So, yeah, I thought we'd start on that note. <laughs> <laughs> hilarious. Just hilarious. I know. All right, let's talk about death and murder. <laughs> Ooh, my favorite topic. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so I have a few to share with you guys today. Um, most of you probably heard of a lot of these, but we're just going to talk about it anyways. Yes. So. The first one that I want to talk about today was inspired by a documentary that many of you have probably watched already on Netflix. Hales, I know Ooh. you watched it too. Ooh, I think I know the one. We're going to talk a little <clears throat> like bit about the Cecil Hotel in Los Angeles. One. Yes. So if you guys yeah, have yeah, not yeah. watched the documentary, there's a documentary on Netflix. It's like a five-part series, I think. Four, four yeah. part? I don't remember. Yeah, but it's, it's really part. good. So watch it if you want to get spooked. Um, yeah. But essentially, the Cecil Hotel is this hotel in downtown Los Angeles. Um, it's kind of in a sketchy area, to be honest, of downtown yes. LA. They call it Skid Row. There's like one of the largest like homeless populations per square, me- I don't know, foot. In, yeah. I don't know. It's yeah. There's a lot of homeless people, a lot yes. of drugs, a lot of mental illness, addiction. It's just not a good place. And it's like so bad that the police are just kind of like... There's nothing we can Let's, do. Yes. It's just, they kind of just put them all there. Yeah. So like, like, you just stay there. Let We won't deal with you. Exactly. So it's not the best of areas. So this hotel is... It's a hotel, but then it also houses a lot of actual, like, permanent residents. So there's a lot of people who actually live full-time in the hotel um, as yes. well. So there are a lot of sketchier people, I would have to say, that stay there a lot of the times. Um, but then there's also a lot of tourists that stay there because it is a lot cheaper being that it is quite an old building the area is not the best and also they do have a lot of kind of more like hostel style room options mm-hmm. so you share a room with other people um as an option so the main conspiracy that we're talking about today is the death of elisa lamb who's actually canadian yes. she's from vancouver um yeah but essentially she was a i think she was in her early 20s um yes and she traveled to Los Angeles by herself for a little solo traveling adventure. Um, she kind of came from a bit more of, like, a sheltered family. So she kind of wanted to, like, be independent and, like, do her own thing. So yeah. she goes Find to herself. L.A. Yeah, she goes to L.A. on this journey. And she's planning to travel a little bit through California. Um, so she's checking in with her family. And she ends up, it's been several days, and her family stops hearing from her. So they mm-hmm. report her missing. Police start an investigation, and they start looking at security footage from the hotel mm-hmm. as, like, a starting point. And they get footage, realize that she did come to the hotel at one point. There's footage of her walking into the hotel, but there's no footage of her leaving the hotel. So they're like, Spooky. okay, she is in the hotel somewhere, most likely yes. probably <clears throat> deceased if they haven't found, you know, any... You know. Ugh, yeah. So they're yeah. like, she's here in the hotel somewhere. Where is she? So they start looking through all the security footage and they end up finding the only real piece of evidence that they have through the whole case, which is this Mm -hmm. elevator 
security footage because this hotel's so old it's doesn't have the best security systems so there's really a lot of holes and gaps when it comes to the security they don't really have a clear picture of like where she could be so the only video they have is her in this elevator so there's this elevator and she walks up to this elevator and she's acting kind of weird like making odd movements with her arms and like just Mm -hmm. almost acting like paranoid like there's somebody else there but there isn't yes so she goes into the elevator and she like is pressing all the buttons in the elevator like doesn't not it's unnatural behavior Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. just acting weird and then she keeps peeking her head out of the elevator door looking around the hallway like she thinks someone's following her like it's you know as if she's running from somebody and making sure they're not coming type thing and she's kind of hiding around the corner in the corner of the elevator and it's it's just very odd you guys can look it up that footage is like very widely circulated so like yeah you can definitely um watch it if you want but people started getting really freaked out when this footage came out they thought that it looked like almost something paranormal like she was possessed or that she was just like scared and was running from somebody and that they thought there was somebody outside the elevator that you couldn't see in the camera that was like Mm -hmm. coming for her and like all this stuff or they were like making her do i don't know there's all these different theories from paranormal to murder to aliens all different types of things um so they searched this hotel top to bottom they can't find her um you know days and days go by it's been almost two weeks since she's gone missing and a bunch of guests start complaining that the water pressure is really bad or the water's like (laughs) discolored the water's tasting funky they got a few different complaints about the water so this sweet sweet maintenance man goes up to the roof to check the water tanks on the roof of this hotel and granted this is like a large like you know skyscraper building in downtown so it's like on the very roof of this building it's like up high and he goes to check it out and ends up discovering elisa's lamb's body in the water tank on top of the roof of this hotel um she is completely naked in the water tank her clothes are in there with her but not on her body um and she they basically rule the cause of death as drowning yeah essentially so yeah like an accident yeah accidental drowning in this water tank so essentially they're they've never 1000 percent fully confirmed the cause of death um even if you Mm -hmm. watch this documentary they give you a lot of different scenarios and they kind of tell you what they think at the end which i don't want to spoil that necessarily but they'll tell you what they think at the end Mm -hmm. as far as the probably most plausible thing that happened to her but it's just very odd because the lid of this water tank is very heavy so people say that it doesn't make sense that she would be able to get in there and then the lid wouldn't be like completely open and a lot of people thought that the lid was closed when they found her and there was like varying reports on how that was came about so people were like thinking maybe she was murdered um maybe it was like some kind of a she met someone of, you know, a little bit sketchy yeah. that was either staying at the hotel or just around that area, kind of got mixed up with the wrong people, something went wrong. Um, maybe she got mixed up with some kind of drug tr- uh, yeah. transaction. Um, there was tons of different things. Some people said suicide, but then they mm-hmm. were like, why would that be your go-to for suicide? Like, it didn't make any yeah. sense, really. Um, yeah. So it's just like a really interesting case, and it's really odd just because of the the 
chain of events, I guess. Mm-hmm. Especially as her as a Everything person. Everything had to align. Yeah, like her yeah. her being like kind of more of a sheltered person a little bit more. Um, you know, like she wasn't typically known for anything like drugs, alcohol, like yeah, that kind of yeah. thing. She did struggle with some mental health issues. Um, mm-hmm. And she was a very like outgoing person. So they said it may have been like easy for her to kind of like say the wrong thing to the wrong person because she didn't yeah. really have a filter. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's a really interesting case. I definitely recommend you check it out. It's obviously a sad case um, as well, but yes. I think it's really interesting. And I also think that there's definitely more stories and different theories to be had about the hotel itself too. Oh my gosh, right? I like would love to know so much more about that hotel because it's just so eerie and creepy. Yeah, like I'm sure there's tons of different stories. Like they get like dozens of murders and deaths at that hotel a year, whether it's murders, suicides, drug-related, oh, you know, all the different types of of things. There's always shit that happens. And that hotel's still running, people. That's frig. Yeah. Which I I was like under the impression that it had been like condemned. Like I thought they were going to like burn it to the ground. No, you can literally book into it like right now. Should we go? <laughs> I would die. That would be no, 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 no. He's I don't so want. To, I don't want to welcome that energy. No, that's so fucked. Do you have like your? What do you believe happened to her? Um, I believe that it was accidental. Actually, mm-hmm. I don't think that there mm-hmm. was any other third party involved. Mm-hmm. I think that it definitely was either mental health related or substance abuse related of some kind. Mm-hmm. But I just think it was an accident, and it was her just not in her right mind whether that would have been from a substance or just from mental health concerns I agree I think that's my exact same thoughts too is it it just didn't seem I don't know I guess yeah everybody has their own thoughts but it did more seem accidental just given the facts that they gave us in the in the docuseries so I definitely agree on that one but it is such a weird one like I don't know. It's so funny how um, I feel like society lives for the like unresolved, un, undisclosed. Like we don't know the hundred percent answer of what exactly happened. Yeah. Uh, murder situations, you know. So. Totally. And speaking of undis- unresolved murderers, <gasps> I have a three back to back banger. Okay. <laughs> this is so dark. Okay. So this was fun to research, but this is the why Suge Knight is evil and maybe killed Tupac Biggie and Easy E. <laughs> okay. This was one ready? of the ones I looked into too. Okay, so this is kind of I was this is very interesting, but so my understanding is that so Suge Knight was friends with Tupac slash signed Tupac to Death Row Records. Yeah. Um. And so then they became pals. Also, they were part of the, they were part of the Bloods, right? They were not Crips. Yeah. So Suge's gang of Bloods beat up a Southside Crip named Orlando Baby Lane Anderson <laughs> in a Las Vegas casino lobby. Anderson and three other Crips went looking for payback. And a few, a few hours later, cruising the Vegas Strip in Anderson's rented white Cadillac, they saw Suge Knight driving a BMD with Tupac in the front passenger seat and they shot Tupac. So, okay, let's de- let's just like take the second to like think about this one first because it's like wait. Because Tupac died before <laughs> Biggie. 
Yeah. Yeah, I think there right? was about yeah. a six-month difference in between their deaths. Um, yes. So, Tupac's was that night in Vegas. Um, yes. After they were actually uh, there to see Mike Tyson fight at the MGM Grand. And right. before the fight had happened... Uh, yeah, he had had a run-in with this Orlando guy. And so then after the fight, they were on their way to the clubs. And that's when yes. the car drive-by shooting situation happened. Which is also weird why, if if I'm assuming in this situation, it wasn't, like, Tupac, like, leading the gang to go kill this guy. Like, from, the, from this, it sounds like Suge Knight was the guy who was going to you know, organizing the Bloods to go kill this Orlando guy. So then why, if if they're driving and, you know, you obviously can see the car and you have the both ability to shoot people in the front passenger seat, why shoot Tupac, not not Suge Knight, right? Like, yeah. It's like, yeah, and he so, actually walked away pretty much injury-free. I think he had, like, one very minor injury from, like, a shard that had, like, ricocheted or something. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah, like, Tupac was shot four times I believe and like ended mm-hmm. up in like a induced coma and basically just took off life support and passed yeah so yeah like, it's definitely angry, sketchy like, for sure yeah I feel like if you hated them both you would just try to kill everybody in that car yeah so for that's sure. why I was like mm, something not going on there right yeah and then we go into the other side of this couple what was it six months later I believe um basically the murder of biggie smalls um in new york no he was in los angeles at the time and people are speculating that that was a rebuttal by east coast west coast but okay was biggie related to the crips then because i thought i'm not sure on the game i thought that was just compton yeah, I'm not 100% sure on that. All I know is that originally one of the theories when Tupac was murdered was that it was actually Biggie who had something to do with it because they had a really strong rivalry, like you said, the East Coast, West Coast thing. Um, yes. They had kind of this, they originally were like friends and then they kind of had like falling out and they had this like crazy rivalry in the entertainment world. And so yes. people thought maybe it was actually him. But then, of course, six months later, he's also killed. So then they're thinking, is that related? Mm-hmm. Was it payback only, or is it something yeah. completely outside of them? Yeah, and this LAPD officer alleged that Suge Knight... Like, it's odd that this LAPD officer would make the statement basically saying that um, Biggie's killing was orchestrated by Suge Knight. Um, yeah in revenge for killing of Tupac so that's kind of odd do you have any more info on the on the Biggie murder is there any more deep dive you want to go into that one because that one seems the most unanswered because like the Tupac one K they were able to be like okay like it's gangs uh you know like that might happen like maybe you know Tupac yeah although maybe he wasn't so innocent I've seen other um, theories. The one that I kind of want to bring up was that a lot of people did think that um, because apparently there was rumors that Tupac wanted to leave Death Records yeah, and yeah. he wanted to start his own record label. So then there was kind of beef like between them because mm-hmm. of that and that potentially yeah. it was like an inside job sort of thing. Yeah. Like hired out like it was like planned. Um, yeah, I could see. Yes, okay, so then finally with the Suge Knight ordeal is, so I feel like this is the most known one, but with yeah. Eazy-E from NWA, 
Um, and basically, Eze was diagnosed with AIDS, and that's how he died. And basically, blaming it on that he was pretty promiscuous, um, and uh, got AIDS that way. Um, but then Eze's son, this his evidence included the date of Eze's HIV diagnosis, which he says came after a violent confrontation with Suge Knight. But the most damning proof for those who believe this theory comes in a 2003 interview with with Suge Knight on Jimmy Kimmel, in which he advocated for killing enemies with an HIV injection. Basically saying they get blood from somebody with AIDS and then they shoot you with it, he said. So that's a slow death and easy thing. You know what I'm saying? And basically, like, it was just like kind of a fucked up thing for him to say and be like because he was kind of just talking about how like gang life has escalated and like it's not just like shooting people anymore. It's like this. So then they were like, okay, whoa, 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 whoa like why that's so close to home like yeah. basically what happened with easy like okay so then easy's son believes that suge knight did that know, he, there's In- theories yeah there's theories of a, a tainted acupuncture needle or or drug needles um that suge knight kind of set up for easy to get um yeah. and and so it kind of goes into the other evidence here saying that Easy's many children, none of whom have HIV. So he has like, I think it's like almost higher than 10 kids with like seven different women. Yeah. Um, and so then also his wife, who he had when he was diagnosed with AIDS and passed away, she, there. I don't know if this is hard, cold facts, but there is said that she doesn't have AIDS. So I don't know if you can be with somebody married um, and have sexual intercourse and not have AIDS too yeah with I don't really know has how, AIDS? That, I how don't the know. transmission works but yeah and they also said that he died so quickly um from when he was diagnosed so it's almost like like it just didn't add up in yeah how it all kind of transpired so that's kind of the thought too that Suge Knight was behind all of it and yeah. kind of just trying to take NWA and death like wrote because i think easy was trying to be like i'm gonna go do my own thing like fuck you guys like he was just over yeah bullshit i think a lot and, of that's yes. kind of i think the main theory that a lot of these guys were kind of wanting to leave and so it, his sort of like payback was that okay well i'm just gonna kill all of them yeah and then, okay, this is the cherry on top of everything. This is like, I'll tie out the Suge Knight. Obviously, none of this has been proven, but Suge Knight has been, like, in an, I don't know, he's been accused of a lot of stuff. Like, he sounds like a really awful human. So he's in jail currently, um, set to be released when he's, like, 81. Like, um, so listen to what was the final, uh, what would you call it? The final straw that put him into jail was... He drove over another human being who, where there was a dispute on the straight out of Compton set and he drove that person over. What the fuck? Yeah. So then he was, he got, I mean, on trial for murder and went to jail (laughs) because isn't that crazy? Yeah. Yeah, Running over and killing heavyweight records co-founder Terry Carter. So weird. So clearly there's some like anger relating to I mean, if it was another records co-founder, maybe there was some behind the scenes going on of taking his artists or something along those lines, and he just couldn't handle that. So it kind of like plays into the thought of like, okay, that all these murders could be tied in yeah. the sense of like 
money related, doesn't want to give up control of that kind of stuff or yeah, I don't know. For sure. It's just kind of crazy. I was like, oh, I didn't really think of, like, I didn't know much about any of this beforehand. So yeah, especially, yeah. Like if you put them all together, it makes it seem a lot sketchier than yeah. just like, oh, it's like one gang related incident, like a death, whatever that happens. But when it happens to all these people who have this connection, that's him. That's what kind of yeah. makes it like seem sketchy. Um, and also just, like, validating that he's an awful human for, like, running yeah. somebody over. <laughs> yeah, frick, what the hell? Yeah, <laughs> yeah the, the only other conspiracy that I kind of had that related to that was um, a lot of people, like, say that Tupac is still alive. Um, yeah. And I know this kind of goes for a lot of different celebrities. I think that when a celebrity dies, like... I don't know why, but I feel like there's always yeah. so many rumors that they didn't actually die. I know the same has gone for Michael Jackson, Princess Diana, Marilyn Monroe, um, Elvis. Like all, Elvis, all these people. Yeah. They're like, oh, they didn't actually die. Like they're hiding yes. and they wanted to start a new life, like outside of the spotlight, like whatever. Um, yes. So people believe the same um, with Tupac. A lot of people think he's living in like Cuba or New Mexico, like hiding. Um, some people yeah. say it was more so because he got tipped off that like, people were coming for him so he got a body double to take the car and he actually fled in a private helicopter to new Uh, mexico and that's where he is so that's i don't know there's all these conspiracies but Hmm. who really knows i feel like sometimes those can get a little bit out of hand the yeah thinking they're still alive but that's just kind of some of the because like truly any conspiracy where where you think that somebody's still alive would you ever ever know yeah. If they did, yeah, you would never know. Like, yeah. I don't, unless you found, like, DNA of that person. But yeah. even then, I don't know. That yeah. would be such a far stretch. It's but. crazy. Crazy, yeah. crazy. Very crazy. Okay. Okay. Another one. Yes. I want to talk about another pretty famous case. I kind of almost felt like I already did this one, but I don't think I did. But I wanted to, maybe we did talk about this already. I don't know. Tell me. Did we do John Benet Ramsey in the very first one? Um, we only did that. I thought that Katy Perry was John Benet Ramsey. That's all. Okay. So, you well, can I just wanted to quickly talk about this case because it's another really famous one that I'm sure a lot of you guys already know of. But if you don't, it's like very fascinating, and it is yeah. another unsolved. So it's never been debunked. Yes. Essentially, I'll do a quick little rundown for you if you haven't heard. Okay. So John Benet Ramsey was a little girl. She was six years old. Um, and she was very involved in the pageant world. Mm-hmm. Uh, she did a lot of pageants and she was like very well known kind of in that industry. Um, so it was Boxing Day. <laughs> I don't guess it wasn't because oh, yeah. they don't really do that in the States. But it was December 26th back in 96. And her parents woke up and she was missing. And they were like, what the hell? And they found a ransom note in their kitchen for $118,000 basically saying we'll give your daughter back to you if you give us this money um so they called the police obviously and they got friends and family they called them all in panic and told them what was going on so the police come it was very early in the morning like 6 a.m police come they find no signs of forced entry in the home they search all through the house they can't find her or her body or anything um so there's tons of like i guess holes in the story or like mistakes that were made um that kind of make this whole thing kind of sketchy so essentially Mm -hmm. um a 
they had her room like quarantined off but all these friends and family that the parents had called came over to the house while the police were there and they were like going around the house like touching yeah. things and like destroying the evidence like you'd think that they would like, close the house off and be like no one's allowed inside because this is a crime scene but everyone yeah. just comes on over and just just like you know all <laughs> over there most everybody yeah like what the hell and so also the police were any evidence that they were finding they were sharing with the parents um right away whereas normally you would have to do like interviews with the parents and you'd have to like do investigations and testing on all of this evidence before sharing it yeah so they just yes. didn't do everything in the proper way mm-hmm. um they also asked the father and some of the friend the family friend to go around the house and see if they could find anything that was like a stray that like looked off out of place which like why would you ask them <laughs> yeah. to do that like that just seems so weird so yeah. they ended up going down into the basement which they hadn't really checked the basement yet which is very odd like why odd. the hell had you not done the whole house but they yeah. go down there and they end up actually finding john Bonet's body in the <sighs> wine cellar which is like obviously very very sad she's wrapped up in a blanket and yeah. she was she was already deceased and so it's just very odd. Um, they did an autopsy. They ended up finding out that she died from asphyxiation due to strangulation. Um, mm-hmm. with, and she also did have a skull fracture. Um, she had duct tape on her mouth and around her wrists. Um, mm-hmm. She had a white cord around her neck. And uh, they're also, they believe that there was um, potentially sexual assault that had occurred. Although they weren't able to find any like semen, DNA, anything like that. So yeah. it didn't really help them out in that regard. Um, but the cord and the paintbrush that was used, or part of a paintbrush that was basically used to strangle her was actually found that it was from the basement of the house. So it was oh, not brought into the that. house. It was from the <gasps> house, which Ooh. is very strange. They also, in the autopsy, found out that she had a piece of pineapple in her stomach, which is yeah. odd to her parents because they said that they had not given her any pineapple. But there was some pineapple in the kitchen that had her brother's fingerprints on it. Yeah. But they thought that they, that's not really evidence because he could have just been eating pineapple as a snack and maybe she took a piece or something. Like, they didn't really know if that was anything. Yeah. Um, yeah. Her brother was nine years old at the time. Yes. Um, so, yeah, apparent, there's basically two main theories with this murder. It has never been solved. Um, obviously, the first was her parents uh, were the main suspects. Um, mm-hmm. At first, people thought that it was just very odd. The ransom note, the amount mm-hmm. owing was very um, almost exactly to the amount that the father had received as a large bonus from his job. So that seemed very odd. Um, odd. The paper that was used to make the ransom note was from their stationery. Yeah. Um, The murder weapon was from their house. It seemed very odd, but there was no DNA or, like, concrete evidence to say that it was the parents. So then they did handwriting samples to try and compare with the ransom letter. That came back inconclusive. Um, So it was just really, there was no evidence that could actually point to the parents they never really were formally charged as suspects um Mm -hmm. because of this and then the other kind of uh theory is that it was a intruder Mm -hmm. um there was some evidence that could point to this there was a boot print found next to her body in the basement that didn't belong to anybody in the house um Mm -hmm. there was a broken window in the basement um that they thought maybe an intruder could have come in from and there Mm -hmm. was some dna um, from drops of blood that were from an unknown male really? uh, person that was actually found on her underwear. So there was Ooh. that. Yeah, but they had they don't know who, whose DNA it was. Um, so, and the they had carpet throughout pretty much their whole house. So they said, like, it would have p- 
potentially been plausible that someone could have come in and they wouldn't have heard them because there's not like they would have heard like footsteps or anything. Um, Interesting. So I don't know. There's tons of different theories. Um, Like I said, the parents and intruder with the intruder one. Some people say that it potentially could have been like a stalker that was obsessed with her because she was in pageant. She was kind of in the public eye in that industry. So it could have been a creepy guy who like saw her at a pageant and became like obsessed and it was a plotted thing and they just never figured out who it was. Um, It was also right around Christmas time. So I think there was one theory that they had hired like a Santa to come to their house for like a party, like a couple days before um, to like, you know, with interact with the children. And so then some people think that it was that guy who like came back to the house to like kill her, which is like very strange. Um, And then another theory, which I think is, like, potentially, like, where I would lean. But some people think that it would was actually her brother. And mm-hmm. that he accidentally killed her somehow. Because um, he did have a tendency for violence um, oh, okay, and okay. anger issues. And so they think maybe he got mad and accidentally killed her. And then the parents basically helped cover it up to protect him. Yes. Um, I I agree with that. I think that one is the, like I was going to say, I also agree and think that that's kind of the most likely. Well, I don't know. It's so gnarly. But then the reason why I think it is that one is because, like, I was thinking about this in the sense of, like, say I can't find my cat and I will turn the whole fucking house inside out. I will move every piece of furniture. Yeah. Every fucking... Like, I don't give a flying fuck. I will move everything to find that cat. And I swear a cat's harder to find than a dead body. Let's be honest. Right? Like a whole child? Like, that's a large thing to just not be able to find. And I think it's odd, too, because I think that their immediate reaction, like, they wake up at 5 in the morning, which, A, why the hell are you up that early? But anyways. Yeah. Like, they wake up at at 5 a.m. and they're like, oh, our daughter's been kidnapped. Like, she's missing. Like, I just feel like they were so quick to call the police and, like, call their family and friends. Like, I just feel like I wouldn't panic. I mean, obviously, it's hard to say when you're not a parent, but I feel like I would try and be rational and be like, she must be here in the house. Let's search top to bottom. Yes, exactly. Like, she might be hiding or something. Yeah, like, I would... I mean, I get that. Yeah, I get the panicking and calling nine one one. But yeah, you would, you would run through your list first, and yeah, check the whole house because like I feel like kids can hide sometimes, and I don't know. But it yeah. is just odd. It's just and a I very just, odd frust- case. That one frustrates me. Yeah, I yeah. want to know. I know. Like, I agree. That is a good one though. Crazy, crazy, crazy. There's a good. I think it's a docu series on Netflix about that one. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Okay. Now mine is. This is a odd one. Well, do you want me to go really odd? Well, well, dilly dally. Okay, <laughs> Prince Prince Harry isn't Prince Charles's son. I kind of like this one. Ooh. So there's rumors have long circulated that Prince Harry isn't Prince Charles' son. Many claim that Harry's father is actually James Hewitt, with whom Princess Diana had an affair around speculated to be around that timeline oh despite having an affair with diana while she was still married to charles hewitt revealed in a tv interview that he wasn't harry's dad saying no i'm not um but basically but i'm like hmm maybe he didn't know he was yeah maybe she never told him i need to look up photos of him in posts and see if you guys think yeah he does have a very like strained relationship with his father so maybe it is true and I just don't think they look anything at all alike. Like, I feel like that family has very pronounced 
fa- like yeah, features. everybody looks yeah. Even those kids, like even William's kids, yeah, you they, they all look, look very like that. similar. Yes, so that I'm like, hmm, he does look so different. I mean, I don't know. That's just one of my little fun ones that I'm like, hmm. I was trying to look at more royal ones, but yeah, there wasn't too, too many. Well, well, but too many that I liked. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, well, another yeah. one that I wanted to touch on was another kind of mainstream pretty... I mean, it's a very mainstream one. But I thought we should talk about it, and that is Jeffrey Epstein. I knew you were going to do this one, so I didn't d- dive. Because I feel like... I feel like, yes, I you feel like knew. you do a better job than uh, yeah. I do. This one, so. there, he also... There's a documentary on Netflix about him. I think it's a three-part one. Uh, recommend if you really want to go deep dive into the whole story of him but essentially he mm-hmm. was just this very rich man um he i guess in the documentary they compared him which this helped me to like understand the like velocity but they compared him to gatsby in yes. that he was like this incredibly rich man and everyone like knew him but also like didn't actually know him and mm-hmm. he was very like elusive and like very um what's the word like prestigious to know kind of thing yeah, and everybody so he had his a, friend, but nobody knew why. Yeah, and so everybody, mm-hmm. everybody, uh, he knew him, like, as in politicians and celebrities and royals and all these people, you know, he had connections with. And essentially, mm-hmm. um, it came out many, many years later that he basically was orchestrating this crazy sex trafficking ring um, mm-hmm. that he'd started. Basically, he preyed on young girls, um, teenagers, and... Yeah, it was just pretty gnarly and, you know, he had a private island and all these celebrities and famous people would come out, fly out to his private island and who knows what all went on there, um, some sketchy things. So he ended up getting arrested and ended up committing suicide while he was in prison. Quote unquote. Quote unquote, yes. (laughs) Um, So basically the Bane theory is that he did not commit suicide and that he actually was murdered while he was in prison because he knew all these secrets about all these rich and powerful people and all these people didn't want anything coming out because they were like, maybe he'll start talking if, you know, he could get some immunity of some kind. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, Hmm. basically one of some of the girls came out and said that he had cameras all over his house where or on his island like all everywhere he had secret cameras filming and he would always say that he oh I have dirt on everybody like I you know he would always kind of brag about that that like he was untouchable because he knew too much type thing love a good so, blackmail yeah so he basically <laughs> had all this blackmail on all these people and he could ruin their lives so mm-hmm. they wanted him gone they didn't want him to talk um so it's just kind of an odd situation. He uh, hung himself in his room with his bed sheets, um, but when the autopsy came out, it didn't really match that theory. It said that uh, the the wounds that he had didn't really match up with somebody who would jump up to who would have jumped off a bunk and mm, mm-hmm. um, been strangled by their bed sheet. Um, he actually had a fractured bone in his neck, which they said would not happen from a hanging. It it would hmm. be need way more force than that. Almost yeah. like somebody, like, killing Broke him. Broke his neck or, yeah. yeah. Um, also, during the time of his death, the guards were sleeping, quote-unquote, and all Convenient. the cameras conveniently weren't working in that area Whoa. of the jail. So it was just very sketchy. Um, it was also, that's, like, a very, very high-security prison. Um, yeah. So it just seemed odd that, like, work. no one would have seen 
him or, you know, tying all yeah. these bed sheets together and planning yeah. this and come in before it was too late. Like, it just seemed odd that he was given enough time without someone checking on him that it could have happened. Yes, so, I agree. Lots or of that, weird the, all things the, surrounding it. It all lined up to have, yeah, no cameras at that time. But, yeah. And also, uh, ooh, I like that one. I agree. I feel like um, I... I kind of started that docu-series, but then I don't know, I need to commit to the end. Because the, the first couple episodes are so dark. I was like, yeah, oh. It's quite disturbing. So, yeah, I agree. I definitely agree. Okay, you guys. So we are going to make this into a two-part episode, I guess. Yeah. Um, so next week you'll get more odd conspiracy theories. And I actually have another local local conspiracy theory Ooh, that I'm gonna say yeah some of you guys might know her oh boy <laughs> a local celebrity but yeah hopefully you guys are I'm enjoying saying. and I mean I mean I know I know nothing will top our first ever conspiracy episode but these were some good ones and I definitely think the Jeffrey Epstein one I was I was waiting for you to explain to me Lex so that was yeah good. No, I, I think that uh, we'll have some still some good ones to come. So stay tuned yes, for yes. next week. Part two, I guess actually yeah. part four, Conspiracy Theories. Yeah. This will probably be yeah. our last Conspiracy Theories because we're kind of running out of materials. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, we hope you guys enjoy nonetheless. <laughs> yes, yes. All right. Okay, we will see have you then. Have a good week, peeps. Bye.